Thank you so much for everyone contribute your testimony and your love and your passion for First Church as we celebrate our birthday today. Let me ask you, what would be the final words that you would like to speak to your loved one, especially to your children? If you die today, you may want them to know how much you love them. Maybe you want to share something you regret, something you're sorry. I'm sure you want to say how grateful you are for your children and your loved ones. And you want to say how much you are proud of them. So what would you like to say for the last time? Moses wanted to say one last word. Remember God. To the people of Israel, after 40 years of ministry, bring them out of slavery, receive and teach the law of God. The people never ending complain. Before he died, he wanted to write this book called Deuteronomy. Deuteronomy means the second law, but in fact, it is the message of remembering the first law. It's not new or second law. It is remembering the first law. So Moses reviewed the first law he made with the Yahweh 40 years ago after Exodus. In today's scripture reading, Moses was looking down the land of Canaan and said, I am 120 years old today. I'm no longer able to go out and come in. The Lord has said to me, you shall not go over this Jordan. The Lord your God himself will go over before you, and he will destroy these nations before you, so that you shall dispossess them. And Joshua will go over at your head, as the Lord has spoken. Today we are still standing in front of, before this community, our home, Eparada, where the Lord appointed us to serve, to love, to lead since 1872. So today we celebrate 150 years of our past by remembering our joyful moments, glorious days, and also our sorrowful and regretful days. But don't forget, God had been with us. Remember, we must engage our future. Continuing mission to Ephrathah, 
and beyond wherever we reach out. Remember, the beginning was small, mere, but we became great. Remember the number 36 by 42. A man named Cyrus Kimmer received Jesus Christ and got a vision bringing gospel to Epperda and our legacy begun. Ephrata was a small town of 100 dwellings, but there were several churches already there. But Mr. Kimmer shared his vision with other people in Ephrata. And 36 people gathered, named themselves the first church of the United Brethren in Christ of Ephrata, Pennsylvania. And they built their first sanctuary 32 feet by 42 feet. I can't imagine how sanctuary 32 feet by 42. They worship in that small, tiny sanctuary for 20 years. Then grew and they built second one. When they built the first sanctuary, 32 by 42 feet, they believed if we built it, then they will come. What an ambitious dream. But now we know the dream came true. Moses said, And the Lord will give them over to you, and you shall do to them according to the whole commandment that I have commanded you. Actually, the commandment is you going over to the land of Canaan, and you utterly destroy them. But we have to remember what was the reason they were freed from slavery, and what was the fundamental spirit of Exodus the reason for conquest of this land. Their foremost, number one commandment was, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your might, and you shall love your neighbor as yourself. It was not just invasion. It was a mission. If they, they, they don't listen to God, Yahweh, then destroy. But we, you have to love your God and love them first and teach them. Remember the commandments, love God and the people. We know that because Jesus taught us to love the people. But how to love God? How do you love God? It is aligning ourselves with God's will, God's direction, same direction. It is attuning ourselves with God's rhythm by knowing His heart. And then how to love people. How do we love people? 
How do we love people unlovable? We have to remember empathy. Love them from them. Love them in them. It is reflecting them who they are in the image of God, not according to their images in the world, not according to the things they possess in the world, but whatever they are entitled as the children of God. Remember, we are facing unprecedented challenges today. Our society is so fragmented and broken. Our culture is overwhelmed by liberalism and individualism. The government, its law interrupts and limits our ministry, church ministry, more and more. And church is suffering our own season and false teachings. The authority of the Holy, Holy Scripture had been dragged through the mud. Clergy had lost self-purification capacity. Many Christians are ridiculed by the world as Sunday Christians, hypocrite Christians. And we know only 25% of Christians actively involve, actively practice their faith. Only 25% of Christians in our country. Sometimes I feel like we are almost living in a hidden nation. Christians definitely minority, very minority in our country. So what should we do? Like the people of Israel, we're marching, we're marching into the land of this hidden, rejecting Jesus Christ, ridicule Christians. Moses said, be strong and courageous. Do not fear or be in dread of them, for it is the Lord your God who goes with you. He will not leave you or forsake you. But how can we remember? How can we so sure God will be with us? By remembering God. Remembering 40 years of guidance and protection and providence in the wilderness for Israel. We must remember our 150 years of God's presence with us. Remember, God, our God called our forefathers, our predecessors of this church, those faithful servants of our God, and who answered God's call and shared the vision and built this church and served and died. For the people of Ephrata last 150 years. Remembering God means living faith. We have to confess many Christians say that they believe Jesus, but they don't follow Jesus. 
They say they love Jesus, but they don't do what Jesus loves. Let's make our faith genuine. That's how we become strong and courageous. And let's love being real in the people of Ephrata. So let's care for them as we've been doing. Let's serve them and guide them and give them, listen to them. So they pray with us. They praise with us. Don't forget who we are. We are First Church. We are First Church. Dear First Church, Christian journey, our journey is like baseball. I don't want to mention last night game, but maybe the, the game before. It's like a baseball. We Christian, we play our life, play our journey with knowing the result. But people do not have Christ in their heart. People don't know Christ. They play their life without knowing their results. So be confident and be strong and courageous because we know our ending. We know our final result. It is eternal glory, eternal victory. No matter what happened, no matter what happened, you are entitled to in this world. No matter what you possess in the world, we are glorious and we are victorious. So let's remember. Remember God. We're going to close our worship today with a song called Christ for the World We Sing. I picked this song today from the old EUB hymn, Evangelical United Brethren hymn books. And let's sing this song. As you're remembering, Christ is for the world. And we are for the Ephrata. And we are for the world.